Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Today's podcast, we are talking about how to monitor your brand online. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 74. Today, we are going to dig in to monitoring. How do you monitor your brand? What are you looking for? What do you need to look for? What are the tools that you can use to see who is talking about you? There is nothing worse than people talking about you, and all they get is crickets on the other end. Heather Porter is on the call. Hey, H. Hello, Andrew, and hello, everybody. Hope you guys are great wherever you are right now in the world. Hey, um, so today, H, we're talking about monitoring your brand, and um, I think it's pretty important because there are a lot of monitoring tools out there. We're going to dig into a few today, Mm -hmm. but uh, I know you have been traveling, jumping on airplanes and going and speaking and uh, talking about all sorts of wonderful things. Monitoring your brand was one of them, right? That was a huge part of what I talked about. Yeah, I um, yesterday was in Melbourne in Australia and popped in. It's, it's really cool for those of you that are in America. It's kind of like the equivalent of flying from San Francisco to San Diego or LA. It's a short flight. So I flew in in the morning, did a talk, flew back and um, was talking to some basically some uh, product creation companies like action as in retail, furniture, beauty, handbags, things like that. So it's really, really fun just having a chat with them about how to actually use social media in their business um, from a brand perspective. Also, I think we'll dig in and ask you a few questions about that oh, in yes. just a <laughs> minute. But I want to share some stuff. I learned some stuff this week. I'm going to dig in and volunteer what I learned this Good. week because um, I know that you've got some cool things that you wanted to share with us too. But here's my big thing about what I learned this week. Well, actually, I learned it maybe 10, 8 to 10 days ago, but it's still very important and I haven't shared it with anybody on the podcast yet. And that is the fact that Twitter are launching – Website tags for remarketing. Whoa, what a bunch of mouthful of words that is. What does that mean? Well, I think we've spoken in a previous podcast about remarketing or retargeting. Retargeting is essentially when somebody comes to your website, you drop little cookies, what they call cookies, little uh, pixels, into your browser. So if I was to go and visit Heather's website and I check it out and she's doing a retargeting campaign, basically her website would automatically put little Um, retargeting pixels in my browser. And then when I'm on different sites, I might be on a site like New York Times, I might be on um, some sports site, or maybe on Huffington Post or whatever it is. Um, And Heather's running retargeting ads, which means she's running ads in spaces that I like to visit. Every time I go to those places that have space available, her ads come up and, and I see her ads on different websites. So automatically I'm thinking, wow, she's everywhere. Well, the only reason she's everywhere is because I've been to her site in the first place. (laughs) So that's retargeting. Now, what Twitter has done is said, hey, we're going to let you add these little pixels to your website so that when somebody visits your website and then they go and uh, jump back on Twitter, you can automatically dish up a tweet or a promoted post 
about your company encouraging people to follow you. So here's how it would work. I would go to Heather's page. I'd look around and say, that's nice. Then I go back and I'm logging on to Twitter. All of a sudden, there's a tweet from Heather saying, hey, come and like my uh, – come and follow us or come and like my page. And I'm sitting there going, wow, I was just on her page. How convenient or how coincidental that you've just popped up. Um, wow, I'm going to go and follow you. That's really cool. So it's not luck. It's uh, all there by design, and Twitter now are allowing you to do it. Facebook does it already. You would have seen some ads of pages you'd been to previously, and then suddenly there's an ad there, and you're thinking, oh, wow, look at that. They're everywhere. Not really. They're just retargeting you. So Facebook have done it now. Twitter have launched it, which is a pretty huge thing. That is huge. You know, back in episode 72, we were talking about list segmentation and how to have deeper level conversations with people. And what this is essentially doing is allowing you to do that with your advertising as well, literally based on the page that somebody visits on your website. You can mm. have a specific ad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what I learned this week. How about you? What did you learn this week? Mm, very good question. So basically, we have been talking for quite a while about how it's very important for everybody to get their Google authorship, which basically means that in your Google Plus account, you're linking your website with that. And what that allows you to do in the Google search results is to have your photo come up with certain articles that you've written. So for example, if I type in, let's see, how to, how, to, um, how to do podcasts, for example, and suddenly there's an article that I've written on autopilotyourbusiness.com, pops up in the search results, you'll see my photo, you'll see how many people have me in circles in Google+, and you'll also see um, a link to my Google Plus profile. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is that Google has decided to drop the photos and also to remove the mention of how many members are in your circles. So all that's going to be left from now on is uh, the, the name by, and so in my case, by Heather Porter, which will be a clickable link back to my Google Plus profile. But here's the, here's the interesting thing. Why that was really, I guess, exciting for a lot of us is because we all know that people click on images. So if you're in a search results page, for example, in Google, and you see a lot of articles and only a handful of them have these, this little profile image next to it of the person, by default, you're just as a human being, we're going to go, oh, that one must be good, you know, and mm-hmm. you want to click on that one. So there's some arguments, theories of, of why this is happening and um, being that primarily that's exactly why people are clicking on the photos first. And that article may not actually be the best article to, to actually, uh, you know, be um, given up in the search results. Wow. That is big, big news because I know a lot of proponents for Google+. Plus. That is a big thing saying you've got to have authorship because, and they go into why the photo is so important. Um, (laughs) Exactly. And that is now changing. So Google, um, I'm not surprised. I should be. I mean, I feel surprised, but I shouldn't be surprised because, you know, once you see a good thing, don't get too excited and think it's going to be there forever because it'll change. So, wow, that's interesting. Big, isn't it? I mean, it's still, yeah. everyone should still hook up their Google Plus because it allows you to have all your web links in there and your about page and your profile. You can still verify your website. And of course, you're still going to have your, your name underneath your articles. It's clickable back to your Google Plus profile. But it's just, it's just interesting. You know, Google's always, like anything else online, is always constantly keeping us on the edge. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. But that's what we're here for. We're here to keep you up to date so that you don't have to go and sift through all the information that's out there. You got it. Awesome. So um, let's talk about branding then. 
Yes. Let's talk about oh. branding. Give us a give us a rundown of what uh, what happened yesterday. What you're talking about, and um, and we'll have a bit of a chat around monitoring your brand. Sounds good. So basically, I was invited to come in to talk to these guys that um, are exhibiting. They're they're doing expo stands essentially at a big, huge trade show here in Australia called Life in Style. So, like I said before, they they create anything from handbags to furniture to stationery, so retail consumer products and. Then uh, I was invited to come in and have a chat about social media. And I thought immediately, hmm, this will be interesting because this is all around the trade show and kind of how to prep for it. What's the biggest thing that I think they need to be aware of? For me, it was it was monitoring your brand because when you're at a trade show, there's a lot of people putting you on Instagram, taking photos of your booth, sharing the products that they like, that sort of stuff. And if you don't actually know what's being said about you, then how do you get back to those people? How do you find the, the angry customers, the happy customers and all that? So I started, you know, I basically put together a talk around that. And what was really cool, Andrew, is that um, you guys that are listening, our team is virtual. So we have a team, you know, we have a team in Australia, team in the uh, U.S. and a couple other countries. And one of our staff members, Andrew and I only met once when we actually kind of basically gave her the job and this is the second time I've seen her face to face so we caught up for lunch first and she was telling me this story that I wanted to share with you guys because it's very important and fits this whole monitoring your brand so there's this website called Urban List and what it is is that they kind of put together sort of top 10 lists of like the best steak of the city or um, the best happy hour deals things like that and One of her friends works at this pub in Melbourne called Prince Albert Hotel. And basically what happened is they got on one of the urban lists lists for the top 10 stakes in in the city. And they were getting a little bit of spike in traffic coming in to their establishment and they could not work out why. And suddenly one of the the Evie's friends said to her boss, well, you're on urban lists. And he's like, what's that? (laughs) <laughs> and what it turned into was this, was this whole conversation of them actually going and looking for reviews people had done online, and they uncovered this incredible library of testimonials and reviews and things on Yelp and across all these different websites, this other one called Urban Spoon, that they did not even know existed, and some of them were bad. So they had no say in their brand. They were not even on these places responding back or trying to fix the situation or do good proactive customer service. So what's exciting about that is that there's actually a few tools that any business can and should use to see what people are saying about them online. And um, so I started, I started my talk with that story and then, and then led into what you and I are about to share right now. Mm -hmm. Now let's just shout out to Evie. Evie's um, Evie's awesome. We love Evie. She's uh, she's been with us for a little while now. And if you want to check out what Evie looks like, check her out on our autopilotyourbusiness.com meet the team page. You can go and see what she looks like. She's from Ireland. She's lovely. There you go. Shout out to Evie. Hi, Evie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. So now here's here's the thing, I guess. The first tool that exists that um, I actually just signed up for recently as well and I'm really liking is called Mention. And you know, Andrew, one of our other team members told us about that. I think it was um, Melissa or Katie. But um, so Mention is the website, mention.com, and it allows you to sign up for free alerts that of, of any keyword phrase that you want to use. So you could put in your business name, you can put in your name, you can put in um, a product that you sell or, or deliver, whatever you want to put in there. And I guess the key thing to keep in mind whenever putting in key phrases is if you want 
all the results delivered back to you with the exact key phrase you want to put, you know, quotes on either side of that. So this tool then goes, okay, I'm only going to give you results based on if I put in my name, Heather Porter, for example, with double quotes on each end, it only come back with Heather Porter rather than Porter Heather or, you know, Heather and then the Porter. So it'll only deliver you the exact phrase. So you do that. You go to mention.com, set up an alert using um, your business name or something like that. And then this tool actually uh, creates a dashboard for you where you can log into your account and you can see where your name is being used all over the internet, blog posts, social media posts, um, search engine results. And you can literally see who's talking about you, good or bad. I love that. I love that. Now, 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 just there is another tool that I used to use a number of years ago, and mm. I know it's still around. That's called Social Mention. So I yeah. don't, don't think it's any relation. I think they're two different tools, but Social Mention does a similar thing, and it used to rank you according to how many people were talking about you as well. It, I, I didn't like the analytics because they were a little bit fluffy. Social Mention, yeah. so. I haven't used mentioned before, but from what I'm hearing from different people, it sounds like it's a pretty cool tool. It is. And because the second you something happens, you see it. And then it's kind of like, you know, we have Google Alerts, which is another great tool. And that's more based on yourself coming up in search results. So, for example, if a blogger mentions your business, then Google Alerts is great for that because it'll tell you that that's come up. But mention actually encompasses everything. So you're seeing blog posts, but you're also seeing social media posts and things like that. And and then basically what you can do is then target that person. You can find out where that mention happened and then you can go in and you can have a conversation with that person. You might want to reward them for saying great things about your company. So you could retweet them or you know, send posts forward or share the posts that they're doing on their social media, just as a sort of a, a, a pat your back sort of situation. You could even go to them and say, that's fantastic. You said that. I, can I use that as a testimonial and give you a voucher in exchange? Or if they're not happy, you can then take it offline with them somehow through private conversation, if that's possible and say, look, really sorry, we didn't deliver. We'd like to make it up to you. Is there something we can do? We'd like to offer you this. So it's a great way of just, um, having all the mentions about you online come into one place, that dashboard, and just being able to flick through them just to make sure that you're you're monitoring what's going on about you online. Now, um, a question about that mention. Um, does it look at review sites as well? So, for instance, um, I know because usually it'll, it'll grab the keyword. So, if, you're, if you put your name of the business in there, let's say it's Prince Albert Hotel, um, and you put your name in there, and it's going to come back. So if someone mentions you on Twitter or Facebook or a a site and they put that name in there, it's going to report. But let's say it's a review site like a Yelp and you're on the Prince Albert page. It's unlikely that you're going to use the words Prince Albert Hotel inside the review for that particular mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just wondering how – how can businesses do keep a monitor on that sort of thing? Or is there another tool that you may explain soon? You know, I'm actually not 100% on that just simply because the keywords and the things that I've been testing in these tools are not bricks and mortar businesses. So I'm not seeing results that are coming back from something like a Yelp. Um, However, from my understanding, these these tools do scour the internet and look for anything that's clickable, linkable, that sort of stuff. So in that right, in that right, case, right. if it show, if it, it if it can show up on a search result, then it, it should be able to show up in this tool. But with that said, I would probably 
just check if you're a bricks and mortar, if you're a restaurant, something like a hair salon, a services based business where people can and can review and want to review you. I would actually go into Yelp and I'd go into um, your Google places as well. And just as a side thing, just monitor that separately just to make sure you're not missing anything. Cause those are, those are huge right. places that people make judgment calls. Like nowadays on your smartphone, if you're out and about and you're looking for a Thai food restaurant and you have your Google places, mm-hmm. and, you know, pops up in the map and then suddenly you have that little listing and you can see testimonials and photos and reviews and things. People will make a decision right there on the spot if they actually want to go to your restaurant or the other one that popped up, you know, down the street because it has better reviews. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So okay. I, well, I definitely cool. monitor those. Um, so mentioned is the first one. There's another one that mm-hmm. I know, Andrew, you told me about, and I thought this is a really cool tool, and I signed up for this one as well. So it's called talkwalker.com. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you started using that yet? You know what? I, I signed up for it, and I've got a few um, a few alerts for my name and I think Autopilot Your Business. And I've, uh, you know, I look at them and I just follow them through. Um, my name is not the only name that's out there. So I'm getting a few of those results coming from other people with my name. So um, they're not always related to me, but I've been using it just um, keeping an eye on it. I really do need to go in and set up a whole series of different um, alerts for it, but I haven't used it a lot. Have, have you been using it? Yes. So I signed up for that one as well because I want to see what's uh-huh. different between the two. And I'm getting a right. lot of the same um, responses. And I, to be honest, everyone listening, I haven't decided which one I like better yet. So, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, I'd have to give it another month to, to check that out, see which ones are missing more data, for example. Yeah, right. But I, I would uh-huh. just suggest to anybody um, go out there and, and just choose one or, or do what I'm doing and, and choose both and just sort of see which interface you like to use better because they're slightly different. Yeah. I find um, I quite like mention. I like that where you log in and you have your account. I like how it's laid out. I think there's more data, yeah. there's more statistics and things like that. So, so far I like, I like using that tool better at this point. Mm-hmm. So, okay. that, so that's talkwalker.com. Now here's another one that I, I do really like, and I'm still using it and I'll tell you why, because of the specifics around it. So it does cost money. This one, they've just finally put a price tag on it. It's called, called Twilert. So T-W-I-L-E-R-T.com. It's just for Twitter. And why Twitter is such a cool tool, because it's incredibly timely. It's it's a news, sort of a newsfeed based site. People are loving sharing concepts, ideas, talking about current events and what's happening in the now. And you can get delivered immediately using this tool, something that's been said about your brand immediately. And uh-huh. even more powerful, it will actually deliver you results based around your name, your brand, or your keyword phrase or your product or whatever it is you want to look up within a radius of your location. So if you are a bricks uh-huh. and mortar, I really, I really believe that everybody should be using this because what you would do is you would go in, if you're back to the Thai food example, uh, you would say, um, you know, Thai food it would be your keyword phrase. And then you would go in and create alert. If you're based in San Francisco, you would say anybody within a 15 mile radius of San Francisco who says the words Thai food in their tweet, I want to get um, an alert. And so it'll uh-huh. then either real time or daily digest or whenever you set up the alerts, it's going to send you in your into your inbox all the tweets that have been said. And you can start to get do market research on what types of Thai food people are eating, who are, you know, where they're eating, what they're liking, what they're not liking. But you can also, of course, monitor your brand by using your brand name. 
That's great. You know, I, I use the, I use that. Um, I've used the Twilalert for a while now. <laughs> yeah. And um, I had a, uh, we had a client that was a business coach, and um, you know, as a business coach, they would often give business advice. And uh, he set up a an alert that was uh, in quotation marks. Uh, I need, I need business advice. Because people on Twitter are like, oh, you know, I'm really stuck. I think I need business advice. And what was happening is every day there would be a summary emails of all of the people that use that quote or that particular phrase that day. Yeah. And he was able to um, go out and contact each of those people and say, hey, listen, I know you said you need business advice. Is there anything I can help you with because I'm a business mm. coach? Um, and he got a number of clients just by doing that. It, it's such a powerful tool. And how I would think of using it, again, the whole social sphere is all about, you know, if you help somebody, they'll help you back. It's like it, on LinkedIn, if you go and endorse somebody, then oftentimes they'll endorse you back. It's not a space for asking for people to to talk about you and, and, and just trying to, like a lot of times people are using it in a in a bad way where they're sending mass messages and saying, Hey, do you want to come to my event? And you've never even heard from them. They've never posted on your post. They've never liked your stuff. So why would you suddenly want to help them? So Twitter is a great tool because you can find your exact target market. People are talking about you and you can start to, to get them to know you by just simply mentioning them, by retweeting their posts, by spreading the love, so to speak, so then they're going to start to say, oh, who's this person? They're not asking me for anything, but they're helping me through spreading my message. So then therefore they're going to be reciprocating, you know, hopefully what, what you're doing for them. I love it. I love it. I love those tools. They're, they are really make things a lot easier for you. Once, once you've set it up, it's set and forget pretty much. It's, um, yes, I know. <laughs> it's people <laughs> coming to you with information. They're, they're seeking you, your advice, your counsel. So love it. Do, do it for competitors as well. Like I have Google alerts on for just some people that I'm keeping an eye out on. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it because, um, I'm seeing what people are saying about them, what other blog sites they're featuring in. Um, But but mentioned in these tools, you can also see in social media what social media is being said about your competitors. So, you know, they're they're fun for that sort of spy factor as well, just to see – you know, are your competitors doing good things? Or are they are they pissing off people? All that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, what else was there? Anything else there that was um, you thought was a big takeaway that you shared with everyone yesterday? I guess that's really the key thing is to get yourself set up with some of these tools, start to get an idea of what's being said about you online, and then decide how to use that data. So, I see. I guess three distinct areas you can use it. Number one is to collect testimonials. So you can do screen grabs of what people are saying in social media and use those on your website. Number two would be to look for disheartened customers and it's a, you know, create a proactive sort of reach out campaign. So you can go to them individually and, and find out how you can improve the situation. Is there something you can do? Cause you know what they always say, if you can turn around somebody that is your, your critic into a raving fan, that's incredibly powerful. So, um, that, that's the second thing. And then the third thing would be this whole. I guess, brand awareness, which is finding people that are just saying good things about you and then how can you pat their back as well, back for them? Yeah, 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 definitely. Awesome. I love it. I think um, if you're not using monitoring tools and even the free ones, at least Google alerts, if anything, but yeah. um, use something just to see who's talking about you because as you said, that that uh, 
hotel in Melbourne, which I do know that hotel very well. I had some friends mm-hmm. who used to run that hotel and work at the work at that hotel. You just don't know. There, and here's the problem: is that there is so many places for people to talk about your business. Oh yeah, on, online. Like there is, as you said, there's sites that. We've never heard about. Uh, we've got, you know, we can do a search for our videos that we've created. We put them on YouTube, and that's it. And suddenly, our our, our videos that we've created are on sites all over the world that we've never heard of before. And you know, we get traffic coming from these sites. We look at our analytics every week, so we know we know what's going on because we're checking it. But there are sites that we've never heard of, or people we've never heard of talking about us. Mm-hmm. We want to keep our exactly. finger on the pulse. So you want to you want to be doing the same for your business as well. Absolutely. Well said. Now, tell us, how can people uh, find out about our show notes and get out other information? Guys, what you want to do is pop on over. First of all, we have a great resource guide that is amazing tools. It's like basically the Bible for automation tools and customer service, marketing, staffing. Uh, You want to pop over to aybpodcast.com and you can grab that guide there, um, that little resource list. Also, we'd love to have you come on by our website, autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast, and come on by this episode. We'll have some links to these tools while um, we have a nice big comment box. So we'd love for you to drop in and say hello and let us know what you thought. And if you also know of any other uh, monitoring tools, we'd love for you to let us know what those are as well. Absolutely. Now, exciting news. We've been saying this for a few weeks that we're on iHeartRadio. We were were told we were on iHeartRadio, but we couldn't even find ourselves. Finally, it's fixed up. I've found us. I've discovered us. We are everywhere on iHeartRadio. Not everywhere. We're on iHeartRadio. So if you do listen to iHeartRadio and you're listening to us now, hey, give us a give us a thumbs up or give us a like. Um, if you're listening to us on Stitcher or Spreaker or iTunes, Podomatic, please say hi. Give us a review uh, or even a, even a, even a like so that we can um, give you some love back forever. And we we really appreciate the, those of you that reach out and say hello because it it is there's something very special about being able to deliver the show to you, but even more amazing when we actually know who you are and get to have a taste of of where you guys are living and what you do when you listen to us. So just even if you pop in and give us a little comment saying, "Hey, I'm over here in in Europe," and I you know I listen to you when I do the dishes at night, just just those sorts of stories we love. So reach out and say hello. Definitely. All right, H, that was great. Thank you for sharing that information. I'm sure the people at the event yesterday got a lot out of it. In fact, I've already heard about how they have got a lot out of it. So great <laughs> great job on that. And thanks for sharing it with everyone today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. See you next week, everybody. Talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.